what's up everybody it's your boy jesse hey guys brandon yet again hello yet again and we are back finally sorry it took so long i hope everybody is doing good in the quarantine it is getting a little boring up in my house and this is probably one of the only things that is keeping me um you know not going completely crazy so Right. And make sure you for, you remember to at least look at the sky and remember there's a sun up there and whatnot. And try not to get too stir-crazy. There is a sky up there. Absolutely. So, I, you know, it, it's going to be all in the title, but, dude, Justice League, Dark, Apocalypse War. You mean Justice League, Dark, longest Endgame. <laughs> Justice League, Dark, Endgame. Justice League, Dark, longest running title ever for a DC animated movie. Um, the title is so long, (laughs) but that's okay. Cause I mean, it, it's well-deserved, you know, dark. It was apocalypse War. it happened and justice league. They all there. So, yeah. And, and the crazy thing is is it it really felt more like a, like an actual war this time. So I Mm. feel like, I don't know, the name kind of justifies, you know, me having to say long title. (laughs) Yeah, I agree, because, like, if we harken back to Justice League War, like, it felt kind of like, you know, like an invasion, you know, not everyone was engaged and whatnot. Like, yeah, you ha- all our boys were, like, there doing work as per usual, but everyone else is kind of like, oh, there's something going on? Oh, okay, well, you guys can handle it. Whereas with this is like, oh, like, everyone is in it. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was super cool to see everything. I think that's where that's where I freaked out at first because I was like, oh my gosh, it's you know they start painting the camera left to right, and, and I'll just go ahead and say, I, it's in the title. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. We're just gonna. You've been warned. Out there, you have been warned officially. So, um, you know when they when they start they start panning in, you know, all the heroes when they're in the um they're in the watchtower. I'm just like, holy mm. crap! And I'm trying to like piece everything together the whole time that I'm watching and I'm just like, all right, this is where we last left off with this person, this person, this person. Cause there's mm-hmm. a lot, if you don't like keep up with uh, the animated movies and what's going on so far. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I guess that's where we should start. We should go ahead and just run through, like we'll just tag on each one real quick and then kind of, um, pull it in collectively and pick up from the beginning of, uh, Vale dark. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds good. So starting off with the, the Iron Man, of the the universe starting with flashpoint yes. uh looking back and considering this was like it ended with it started with our boy barry allen my name is barry allen and i am the fastest man alive then ends with our boy barry allen do you think that was a a very fitting way to kind of put bring everything full circle very fitting um yeah, yes and though. Um usually usually you see Batman or Superman as like a mm-hmm. <clears throat> somewhat of a starting point. And so yeah. interesting to see and I know it's lined up with the, the latest comic line, but it's interesting to see um, you know, some kind of different different kind of twist other than just it's always Batman founding things or Superman mm-hmm. starting things. And they kinda yeah. had some hands in that, but you know, I think that Barry can be a very integral part because 
you know, like, I mean, him, the, the whole Flashpoint thing, um, the way that they ran the Flashpoint, you know, they tied it into the end of the movie, the way that they kind of, you know, Barry kind of had his weight to say, like, you know, I, I know y'all didn't believe me, but, you know, Flashpoint's real, and, you know, this all-out war is crazy and all this stuff, and so I think it's it's cool to have that, how they, they brought in from that backstory from the beginning to kind of bring that twist about, um, and so, I don't know, I, I think with Flash, he's so, Flash, the thing about Flash is he's so stupid OP, and <laughs> it's like, yeah. dude, there, there's yeah. so much that you can do with him, and there's mm-hmm. so much story that you can run, um, mm-hmm. and to be, to be honest, dude, if, if they, you know, if they took the time in the live movies, um, you know, we could probably have, like, Dude, we could have like five movies on each character, you know, and especially Flash at least, you know, because he's got so many villains and there's so much like, mm-hmm. you know, so much story to run through. And it's so easy to tie in everybody. I mean, you look at the comic line with um, with uh, Flash and Batman, I'm Batman and where, you know, where it comes after Flashpoint. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw those comics or not where they introduced the Watchmen. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I finished it. Doomsday yeah. Clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was dope. And, the button, um, yeah, man. Yeah, the sick little fun. run. Oh, dude, I flipped, and um, you know, so you can kind of tie in like any character and mm-hmm. it, yeah. Flashpoint. You know, and so. I would hope that at some point it would be cool to have like the the Watchmen kind of like make their animated debut with these guys. It's on that would be cool. I mean, I know like now that we. Well, okay, again, spoilers yet again, but when at the end, when Constantine's like, hey, you got to wipe the board, man. You got to start over, you know, like, yeah, I know that there's going to be some things that are going to stay the same. There are going to be things that are different, but that's just the way that that's what we have to do. And then I love how Barry says, like, you know, I, I promised Iris that I wouldn't do this again. But I know that I have to do it again. So you know, when he runs off, and you know, it's and it isn't ambiguous. And I've I've been seeing like a lot of videos um, talking about like the apocalypse war ending explained. And I'm just kind of sitting to myself. I'm like, what do you need to have explained about it? Like if you had watched Flashpoint, you would know that. Well, he's going back in time to save his mom again, <laughs> you know, to create a new timeline, you know. There's nothing, yeah, there's there's nothing really left to explain at that point. Yeah, yeah. You know, other than just it being a massive punch-in-the-face cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, like, it's just kind of like, but I don't know, you can, you can go anywhere. Uh, you could continue the battle for how long, however knows, whoever knows how mm-hmm. long, how many movies you want to make on, you know, whatever build you want to do i mean you, you can mm-hmm. keep going with they they pretty much um they pretty much tap to me at least like tap the keg with like climax you know like how much oh, higher yeah. it than superman becoming trigon and trying oh, yeah. it out and you know batman in the mobius chair the only thing that they're missing is um from the actual comic line is uh the anti-monitor i am the anti-monitor and mm-hmm. so, I mean, what, like, <laughs> how do you get any more climactic than, I mean, I, Darkseid himself, period, you know, that that's why mm-hmm. I was shocked when they released, um, 
when they released Justice League War the first time, you know, I was mm-hmm. kind of like, this early? <laughs> you know, like, we're doing this now? And, yeah, um, like, already? <laughs> yeah, and that, and that was yeah. a different take, too. Um, but, and I think that was the that was the next movie in the lineup, too, right? Yeah, War? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right before uh, Son of Batman. Yeah, so War, dude, I thought War was phenomenal. War was good, yeah. I remember I had watched it. Um, my friend's house and I was like, all right, so this is like new 52 in a way, kind of with this universe, this animated universe, everyone's kind of like edgy, just like in unit 52. Um, but you know, it would have been really interesting and cool going back to apocalypse war for a second. Um, I would have liked it if we kind of got what we got in the comic where like you had pre-crisis Superman, with new 52 superman and because you know that's like when new 52 superman dies because you know of the he he explodes from like the kryptonite turns to ash and would be interesting to like so flash goes ahead and creates this new timeline but then maybe you know superman could have tagged along with him or something so he would have like in this new timeline but it would be like the superman that we know like in this whole, new, just how it is now, because you know, like that Superman is the Superman versus with all the new Fifty Two heroes and whatnot. So they all like, we thought you died, da da da, and he's like, well, that's because I'm a different Superman. Um, so, but going back to War, uh, War was good. Um, my only, my only gripe with it, which is what I, you know, what I had just mentioned, that it just felt the scale and the war aspect of it didn't really particularly feel like it it wasn't all encompassing to me at least whereas with apocalypse war it was and and i know a lot of people online are saying like do you believe that it was superman's fault that everything went the way it did the first time around and i feel like on one hand yeah like you know superman said we have to strike now we can't wait you know he's been preparing he's He's been, he's, we have to take the fight to him. Little did he know that Darkseid's been eyeing on them ever since war, you know, the first war, uh, has been eyeing on them, preparing his army of parademons for them to show up because he knew that they would, you know, all those parademons were infused with Doomsday's DNA. So they're like super, super parademons, paradooms or whatever the hell, uh, they, they were calling right, him in the movie. Right. Was- so um, when they went thinking things were going to go smoothly, it did not. <laughs> As we saw, that things went pretty bad pretty quickly. Um, so I, it sets the tone for sure. And it, it did have the end game feel to it, not just because it was the end of a saga, but also it, like you said, it felt like this epic climax. Like we have heroes dying, like for real. Yeah. Uh, which was like holy crap! You know, Nightwing taking a blade to the chest, and then he's brought back with Lazarus Pit, but like he's like insane. And right. uh, remember, Batgirl got ripped to shred. Like it, it was. It I was, was like, brutal. holy crap, man! Like they brutal. were getting wrecked. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and my mind always goes back to it. Kept going back to war because I'm thinking about like 
you know, how the characters have evolved because Superman uh-huh. did seem like it's like something had like pushed him to a certain point for him to say, like when he's slamming his fist into the table and he's just like, look, you don't have a choice. We're going and this is that and we're going to stop him. You know, it wasn't like it's like he got personal or something, you know, and whereas in war, you know, uh-huh. he seemed like he didn't seem like the guy to really like be messed with, you know, even even to begin with. Um, but he had more of like this boy scoutish, like very uh-huh. like uh, not necessarily clumsy, but just kind of like easy, very gullible, you know. Um, and so it was interesting to see, like you know, I'm thinking about how they how they've evolved, and like Wonder Woman's not like acting as dumb about everything, you know, and and she's kind of like they're using her background of her like her plan of attack and like how she um, how she does under the pressures of war because of her background which was very interesting to see. Um, and also, the other thing that's really bugging me, and I feel like, I feel <laughs> yeah. like we're going to get to it, but Lex Luthor, mm. where did we last pick up with Lex Luthor? Was that, is that from, that can't be from Crisis, um, the movie Crisis on Infinite Earths, can it? Uh... He's wearing the same purple, like, undersuit with the, the, the cross over him, you know, so I'm, I was like, where is this Luther from, and why is he helping the Justice League? But he's still kind of, like, got his own. Oh, oh, um, Reign of Superman. Reign of Superman. Yeah, and Death of Superman. It's where, like, you have, like, your typical, not typical, but you have where Lex decides, like, you know what? Like, there are bigger things to to be afraid of so i'm gonna right. kind of right. work with the good guys right now that's usually when lex like mm-hmm. is neutral good or like true neutral whatever is when like yeah. the world is like at the stake or all of existence is at the stake of being annihilated that's when he'll be like all right like i'm gonna push aside my my gripes with superman in them and tag along and so yeah. uh, that was that was true the suit good question i don't remember seeing that in a he, he looks that that first part where they're in the watchtower looks exactly like the suit that he has on the the crisis movie and yeah. um that's you know that's where my mind was going the whole time like what the crap like how how are you even here right now like mm-hmm. when they just like video chat you <laughs> or something and so <laughs> bringing you into like the inner sanctum you know like this is where all of our heroes stay and we're just gonna mm. walk right in and you know I don't know if they like monitored him or took him kinda as a prisoner, or, like you know, handcuffed him or, or whatever it is. Because you know, Superman, even in this timeline, Superman's still kind of skeptical. You know, mm-hmm. doesn't really like Luther that all that much. Oh well, yeah, and with good reason. I mean, and then uh, the, the other thing that that pops in my mind, the watch, dude. Superman's watch. <laughs> <laughs> He's on a reporter's salary, right? <laughs> Yeah, I doubt Batman's just like whipping up tools for him for, you know, for him and his wife to use. Um, one of the biggest debates: Where does Superman get? Like, is he broke? Like, does he have any money? Like, dude, and he just got know? like machines out of I don't know. I mean, it's from you know his fortress or whatever, whatever way they explain it. You know, every time they every time they imagine Superman, whatever the way they explain it. But you know, but I'm just. I'm looking at the watch, dude. I'm just like, where'd you get that watch? Because I want one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want one. 
Just get Apple Watch. Do they don't have video chat on an Apple Watch? Apple Watch. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm just there's just a lot of things popping in my head, um, and uh, you know, it, little details because of course, you know, like I've said before, man, I'm I'm a hard DC fan, so I've seen all of these movies multiple uh-huh. times. You know, so you start to pay attention to details and yeah, they yeah. start to make sense and connect. And so, mm-hmm. but yeah, connecting to that point, like I'm looking at their you know the way that the characters have developed you know and, mm. and um how they're you know like you said they're set at to a point of war where lex is like all right look i'm just putting aside everything that i feel um and superman is not necessarily acting all you know gullible and easy he's just like this is mm-hmm. actually war like mm-hmm. there's something out there bigger than me that almost beat us mm-hmm. and so i don't know <laughs> What what are some moments that stand out for you in this movie? Some like moments. They, that stand out. Um, oh man, definitely definitely Trigon. Um, and and I can't say I didn't expect that necessarily because you know when you, when you watch the Teen Titans movies, um, like Judas Contract and uh, what was the first one? The um, oh, shoot, Teen Titans. Um, was it? JL versus Teen Titans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JL versus Teen Titans. Maybe. Um, you know, when you watch when you watch those movies, um, they put they put Teen Titans in context for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, I can't say I wasn't surprised because I'm because they included it. Now, if they didn't include it and they were just all of a sudden, um, you know, like Raven just popped up out of nowhere and was just like, "Oh, help, Trigon," but. You know, as a DC fan, you you know what's going on and you know what the deal is, but because they safely introduced it into a movie, you know, into Judas Contract, um, it it made sense. Like I wasn't like crazy thrown off by it. Right. Um, so I kind of you know, and, and with Titans, you know, the, the Titans, mm-hmm. um, they kind of they've introduced that a couple times now, and so you can't say like you don't expect it. Um, but it was very interesting the kind of how they involved it. Mm-hmm. I did not expect. I, I knew. I knew that a fight was coming. Um, you know, I was like, they got it. They got a. Like, there's no way they wouldn't be introducing this. And I'll, yeah, unless they're gonna start throwing some hands right now. Right. Yeah. Unless Trigon like doesn't have a part to play, there's no way they're just gonna throw <laughs> this in here just for an extra like. Oh, hey, the world's ending. Oh, by the way. Um, Raven struggling to keep him in, you know, it's like, there's no way they would just, after they went this far, um, you know, there's no way they're going to throw in, uh, you know, an, an extra big bad to be like, well, now you got to fight this, you know, and Superman Mm -hmm. doesn't have powers because he's tattooed with kryptonite, you know, and so Mm -hmm. that, that part didn't surprise me. Um, but it was kind of surprising at the same time of how they, how they incorporated them, um, was very, very interesting. Um, right. I love, I loved uh, Dark Side. What's this? What have you done, Kryptonian? Um, I felt like the script was good. I, he was very Dark Side to me. Um, That's Tony Todd, man. Yeah, Candyman yeah. up in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was very. Um, I don't know. He he played a great part. Um, all the dude, all the voice actors do. They played great. Um, I just learned. I just learned. My sister actually pointed it out, um, but I just learned that uh, the voice of Lex Luthor is Rain Wilson. Every day for eight years, people have laughed at me. 
Well, who's laughing now? Oh, um, you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Black Married. I'm a Rain Wilson fan, so I'm just like, heck yeah, but this is... He's been, and he's been Luther for a minute. Right. Yeah. Dude, that just that just hit me. Also, um, Constantine voices Constantine. No. Yeah. I looked it up, and I was like, I was like, Matt Ryan, oh, snap. Wait, what? You're joking. Nah, yeah. John Constantine, Matt, Matt Ryan. Okay, yeah, Matt Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty cool. I thought you were talking about Rain Wilson. No, no, no. I was like, what? You're joking. Um, yeah, dude, great, great cast. I really like um, Jason Amara's Batman. He he, he kind of grew on me. And broke me mentally. But once my eyes were opened by Lord Darkseid, I see you were never my son. Same. I thought he was a little stoic in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. But he started, you know, he's Irish. Um, did not know that. No. Yeah, yeah. He's on, um, the show that I'm just about to finish. Uh, Man in the High Castle. He plays, like, this, like, freedom fighter dude. And he's, like, straight up Irish. Like, thick-ass accent. Yeah. I was like, wow. and I'm like, wait. And I looked at the cast, and I'm like, Batman! Oh, snap! Does he still, does he still kind of sound like, is his voice in that register? Or is that he, something See, it's... Calling? Kind of like the thing with these a lot of these actors, like they a lot their speaking voices aren't that far off from uh when they do the roles and stuff, so yeah, kind of like I knew it's just it's hard to distinguish because he's Irish, so like gotcha. when, when you listen to when he's Batman versus that show, I'm like, wait, it was good, it was good. So, um, now now we'll say I'm I'm trying, I'm trying so hard not to jump all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. Constantine, can we please? Are we just not gonna talk about or discuss the one line in the movie where King Shark, King Shark is a shark. used to bang Constantine? Yeah. So like, that, <laughs> I guess Constantine dated King Shark at a point or something. Constantine's a favorite. He's a favorite. Um. So like, King I thought. Shark. <laughs> And the whole time, dude, let's talk about King Shark, dude. He's King Shark is a shark, man. King Shark is a shark. They had the so, whole movie. King Shark yeah. is a shark. Better and, uh, than I am Groot, I think. <laughs> oh, you think? Yeah. I think so. Dude, that was hilarious. I was yeah, like, was what funny. the heck? And and I was interested too to see how, you know, they were gonna bring about Suicide Squad because you have mm-hmm. the you have the assault on Arkham and then you have um, Suicide Squad Hell to Pay. And so mm. I was very interested to see, which Hell to Pay was a great movie, dude. I watched it again the other night, and I was just yeah. like, this is good. And um, it was interesting to see, like, the, you know, the those all those characters, how they, like, kind of brought them all together. Um, so that was, that was very, that was cool. Um, the King Shark was just kind of like, it's one of those things. They're just like, all right, we got to have some kind of, like, random random something to break up this continuity of darkness and seriousness and how are we going to do that of course dc's response is more darkness with with some twisted comedy (laughs) (laughs) yeah they gotta gotta bring in the comic relief a little bit um but i wanted to go ahead and go into uh the things that i liked and what i didn't like about the movie 
Um, things I liked. The pacing. Just back to back, like, boom, boom, boom. Like, you're in it, man. Like, this is endgame. This is it. Like, you ain't going nowhere, you know. Bathroom like breaks, game, not game a thing. Your... Well, I mean... Oh. Endgame, Endgame had its it had its points. Um, yeah, true. You had like that hour wait, <laughs> like oh yeah, hey, what's time travel. Started. Let's figure it yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, actually, I'll start with the cons first. The things I didn't like. Uh, oh, okay. So, and it's not it's a con, but it's also something that makes sense. A lot of the secondary heroes that got killed off super quick, but then there wasn't time to to be like, oh my god, like Batgirl, no, you know. And which is something where I'm like, ah oh, man, because it, it is always nice to to honor like the fallen in movies like this, especially like if it's like this is it. But at the same time, it. There was no time because it's just like there's no time to you know we gotta we gotta keep it moving. So something I would have preferred if uh, they were able to have some time to honor the heroes that got wrecked that first time. Um, uh, it's really oh I'm, speaking of Suicide Squad, hell to pay. Um, the one gripe. And I always say this, <laughs> and I know that there's all spoilers if any of you haven't seen Suicide Squad: Hell to Pay, but the movie came out like two years ago. So, um, I wish Reverse Flash had a role in this movie. Oh, I'm not like the Flash at all. Some would say I'm the Reverse. I was thinking it. I didn't say it. <laughs> yeah. And- and like what makes me upset is like, so he died in Pelope, like for real, right? Apparently, apparently he's never really dead though. That's like, yeah, it's like he he never can't. He's, he's he is a paradox. And you know? yeah, no, he is he is, and that's that's the he thing. Can I was, die. Yep, yep. No, you're exactly right. And you know, and, and that and that kind of um they they dive into that into the show on the CW pretty heavily, and you know it's like. Every mm-hmm. single time, dude. Like they had him freaking ripped to shed, ripped to shreds by the um, the spear of destiny that's supposed to like sh- warp reality and yeah. wiped him from reality, and somehow he's back and then comes back, <laughs> gone, and now he's back in, back as like a ghost, you know. And I'm just like, dude, just like, and and I wish they would have, you know, not to jump off topic, but I wish they would have stretched him out in that show a lot longer because he's such a vital part to the Flash. Like without yeah. him. The Flash isn't created, and without yeah, Flash, Ebard isn't created. You know they they've been over this in the comics. Mm-hmm. So it only makes sense that like with this movie, it being the like it started with Flashpoint, it right. ends with Flashpoint. Right. Throw him in there. Yeah. <laughs> like a that last one. little taunt or something like. Right. Right. It's like. Or, yeah. You know. That, that and you're right, and and that's actually good writing, I think, because mm-hmm. you know he could have been like some kind of memory, or he could have been like maybe, maybe yeah. somehow, you know, maybe somehow dark side, dude. I don't know. Like he got into their heads, so 
You know, maybe yeah. somehow Darkseid, like, feeds... And this is probably taking an extra step, but maybe somehow he feeds on with the anti-life equation and somehow brings up, like, everybody's, like, worse... Yeah. Or something. Mm-hmm. That, that would be dope. Like, what better way? Like, he has to go back in time to save his mom, and then you just see off to the side, like, reverse flash, just like... <laughs> Right. You'll you'll be you'll be begging to have me kill her again. Right. You know, just like a little like cameo thing. It's like ah, oh, Eobard, my boy. Yeah. Dude. Or 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 another alternate ending. Um, the the um, oh god, what was it called? The Watchmen, the uh, Doomsday button. Oh, Doomsday Dude. clock. Yeah. Have the freaking have the button like just show, oh, just show up. Yeah. Or like. You know, like have Batman like pick it up somewhere. What is this? Like, and that just ends out of nowhere, dude. Because that's your that's your segue. That's your segue. Yeah. Do do Watchmen, but um, no, yeah, I I agree with you, Eobard. Throw him in there. What uh, what else were you? What what else got at you? Um, so other than other than the the cons, that was really it. But like as far as like things I liked, I love. So I'm really big on endings. Like I really like it when like they have like a, a movie has like a really good ending, and I thought this ending was was perfect. And like Constantine had such a presence in this movie, and I've grown to like him with his inclusion in uh, these movies. So like, what better dude to be like? It's like yeah, I mean, you got to start over, man. Right. And then I love the interaction. Like it wasn't just like a really hollow like uh, you got to go back in time and save your mom. And he's just like, okay. And then, like, he took a moment to be like, I, I don't want to, and I can't, but I have to. Yeah. Because it started with me, and it ends with me, so it goes See, off and, you know. How do you, how do you tie, how does that make sense to the the characters, even? Like, how does that make sense to go, you know, when he did save his mom, mm-hmm. it started the other, you know, the Flashpoint Paradox and this whole war, so... But it's, you know, because even Constantine was like, well, that would be better than this, you know, and I'm just like, would it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, would it, though? But the thing is, that's, you don't know, but you just got to roll the dice. So uh, I liked the ending a lot. Um, the comic relief was fun. Yeah. Oh, very. Just to break, just to break up the, the grim, you know. Because the movie is grim as hell. Uh, your little, your little pieces of cameos, like John Stewart, man, Jesus, man, that was rough. Gets reduced to ashes, man. Holy everybody, crap, man! Everybody, everybody had it pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, everybody had it pretty bad, dude. The moment, um, the moment that made me excited was when. Constantine had Wonder Woman's lasso. Mm, oh yeah, it's like old magic. Like, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, dude, I love when they reference you know the new gods or you know the old old gods or whatever. When they get into yeah, that, yeah. it's just it's just so cool, man. Because it's just like this is like the backbone of everything. And Constantine, mm-hmm. like nobody's ever like <laughs> touched her lasso before. Constantine's just like, hey, <laughs> yeah, just let me get this real lasso. <laughs> it's the old magic, ah. Yeah, cuts both ways, and then, dude. Um, yeah, yeah. But it was it, it 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 was good. I'm trying to think of oh, um, 
I always like Superman being reduced to like being powerless because I think it's interesting to now focus like more on his character because an argument that's always brought up, especially with Superman and just in media, overpowered characters having like interesting stories. And sometimes it's hard to do that when they're just mega powerful. But when you take them down a few pegs, you can, which is again, why I love all-star Superman, you know, you know, Dude has cancer. <laughs> so like um he him being in it and you know me being a Superman guy, um you're able to focus like on his humanity. Yeah. Got kryptonite infused into his DNA. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I knew it. As soon as I saw his eyes glowing green, I was like, all right, some somebody yeah, he, something. He must, he must they must have shoved some kryptonite in his body or something like that. Yeah, dude, his humanity. Um, that moment where he stepped down and Raven was about to take her life, and Superman's just like, they pushes pushes the 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 metal bar away, and he's just like, no, like, and he's just yeah. standing there smiling. I'm like, this is this is who Superman is. Like, this is the guy that we were waiting for, you know, this whole time to mm-hmm. show up, like the one with compassion, and you know, and he seemed to like get that essence back after you know all out war hit. He's just like, all right, you know, I gotta. I gotta start back over with the basics and you yep. know, it's much him and Lois like against everybody. Uh, yeah. Teen Titans having some presence was good too. Well, little Damien and Damien, yeah, pretty much. It's pretty much all Damien. I mean, Damien yeah. Yeah. Um, which was cool. Like, dude, and okay, before I forget, um, the person that my dude, my top three favorite characters in this movie out of that top three was Etrigan. Go. He was hilarious, dude. And um, like that scene where Damien was like, "Look, Constantine, if you if you touch any of my stuff, I'll cut your hands and feet off." And I'm like, "All right, dope," because that's that's Damien because he's League League of Assassins. Um, but then and then Etrigan's like, "I like this guy." (laughs) Yeah, he's he was fun. I liked him a lot. He kind of reminded me of like Drax the Impaler a little bit. Just a very Overpowered dude who's just looking for, looking for a fight. Yeah, um, he was funny. He was he was very fun. Um, Suicide Squad. You know, I love. I always love seeing Harley. You know, she's always fun to see. Um, yeah. Enjoyed her and uh, her animated show is fantastic right now, dude. That, so I've heard. I need to, I need to get on that so I can watch the second season. There it's great. Second season. Oh, dude, it is wonderful. It's wonderful. So, like, I want it. I want the next episode to come out so bad because like they keep <laughs> they keep leaving cliffhangers and it's like they're just so good. Like, and they and they brought in um they brought in the the last episode I think it was uh was basically the the beginning of it had Kevin Smith and his buddy um oh god I can't ever remember his name you know what I'm talking about um they always run the the YouTube videos together. Um, uh, together. Uh, I can never remember his name. His name. So it opens up with them sitting on a couch and yeah. they're scrolling through the DC app and they're playing themselves. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I wonder what this episode's gonna be good. And they start, dude. I don't know if it's Warner Brothers or DC that's like making fun of them hardcore, but 
they're just like dude they're just bashing on everything that's on the dc app and um like let's watch this next episode of harley quinn you think it's gonna be any good and then he just starts breaking down harley quinn like he normally would and they they start they watch the episode or whatever and they like they started end it that way but it it was really cool but um nice no it's a great show um but yeah dude suicide squad it was cool to see them um it was really cool to see them uh captain captain boomerang was delightful as always no they were Um, all fun yeah yeah i know people are are bugging out because they think this movie is too dark and i'm like well no. Welcome, welcome to DC, homie. Right, they, they, they are. You have the group of people, majority of people love it, and then there's that small group that's like, this is too dark. Like, it's Justice League dark. Better. I'm just like, dude, <sighs> this is like, this is a a fangirl's dream come true for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I'm, and and that's the other thing too. Um, this is supposed to be the carried out. Uh, what they were gonna do with Snyder's vision? Um, so I've yeah, so I've heard. So how? I mean, dude, it's supposed to be like a three-part movie tapped into one, basically. And I could see that too. If they wanted to expand, they could have, you know, instead of instead of jumping from like they could have made this animated movie a two-part thing, you know, instead of the beginning like, hey, let's take the war to dark side and then just like instant flash into the future and everything's destroyed, you know, like. <laughs> And so I think it's cool to have, you know, flashbacks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that the if it's done correctly, I think that the animated universe is a good sign of basically that DC can run bigger movies, you know, at the start and build stories off of them. Um, just because they're so the characters are so popular. Like, I feel like if it was done right, you know, if if this you know, if Batman v Superman, if, if we lived in a world where Batman v Superman didn't happen, um, which we talked about, you know, me and you have talked about that personally, but um, if we live in a world where that didn't happen and they just built, you know, they had Man of Steel and then they did Wonder Woman and then they mm-hmm. did, you know, a couple of other standalones and then, you know, maybe like four or five standalones and then they dropped Justice League and it was done like subtly and it was done carefully, I feel like it would have been fine. Um, yeah. you know, to have just a just a few members and kind of build from there. Um, the hardest thing about that, though, is in my opinion, is that Marvel has already kind of set the bar on what a superhero team up should look. Yeah, like. That's for sure. You know, that it's like, how do you top that? You know, yeah, they've they've set the bar so high. Like, you, Logan too. Like, even just like the for standalone superhero movies, like they've set the bar insurmountably high to where how do you how do you compete you know yeah they're they pretty much (laughs) i mean that's it um now i think it would be interesting for dc to pick up with i dude redo constantine let's let's go ahead and throw him in there before you do the next the the first uh flash movie yeah i i want to see matt ryan as constantine like I know people are saying Keanu wants to do it, and I'm like, nah, that's okay. They, yeah, if you're a Keanu fan, great. But oh yeah, yeah, which I am. But I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he wasn't Constantine to me. He didn't have like the the boyish charm to him. You know? Yeah, it was just kind of like 
is all all serious and brooding and i was like that's cool but yeah. you know constantine is like he's got a little bit of a reputation built for himself now the guy the dude the show was great i thought at least you know the cw show that was good um i feel like they embodied him pretty well you know for for what i agree did. It's one of those rare instances where, like, the show ends or gets canceled, yet he kept his job because, you know, he was still constantly on Legends of Tomorrow and all that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. That no, was it pretty was, cool. It was good. Um, so, you know, and going back to it, you know, like, just Snyder's vision, dude. Like, I don't even know if we're going to get one or not. They're so back and forth, man. First, they, you know, they were talking about it possibly happening on a, a release on the HBO app. Um, which dumb excited for HBO um, after I saw like what was going to be on there. <laughs> um, I was like, all right, um, yeah, probably, probably going to have to get that app, um, especially for the, the new shows that they're announcing. Um, and then they have uh, pretty much made a deal with Warner Brothers. I think they're going to have all of the DC movies on there. And that to the point where we don't even need the DC app anymore, which sucks because I like the idea of it, but you know, yeah, dude. And I don't, I don't understand how, how do you come out with an app and you don't even have all your movies on there? Yeah, it's <laughs> like, true. Just let Warner Brothers make a a streaming app or something and put all the comics in there because I mean, you know, DC, dude. Even DC Comics still has stuff like like Scooby Doo and. You know, branching out to all the weird stuff that's like that's still like Warner Brothers, but I don't know, dude. Like, I don't know um, what their what their plans were for the DC app or what they were trying to do after they canceled Swamp Thing. I was like, what are you like? What is your plan now? Like, is this just like were you trying to just make money or were you trying? Did you? Do you care about your fans? <laughs> like at this point, that's that's where I'm at. I'm just like, do you honestly care like about well, anybody no. <laughs> that cares about yeah. your stuff, dude? Yeah. As a fan, I'm hurting. I'm just like, yeah. Just let us let us catch a break. Just I think one time. I think that what's gonna happen is we're gonna they're gonna take the the DC Universe app and. Maybe keep the comics on there and the DC Daily, you know, like the, the all that stuff. But then remove all the movies and shows and then put them on the HBO Max. So, like, the DC Comics app and the DC Universe app might merge. So they might even scrap the DC Comics app. So where it's just your main source of DC Comics or DC everything minus right the right. watching <laughs> the shows and yeah movies. see i don't know i don't know if i would pay for something like that yeah um, true unless unless i just you know had i just wanted to give my money away for you know for like just for the chance that i might use it you know um but i don't know dude i'm uh on the fence about it um i don't know what they're doing the fact that you can't even get the batman and robin uh, Showmucker films on there, dude. Like, what are you, what are you trying to accomplish? Um, is, Who knows at this point? I mean, dude, WB, WB is like God now. They they move in mysterious ways and they never yep. speak to us. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, we're never gonna find out like what 
what's what the end game is like what's 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 this gonna look like you, you just to have to have faith in their work Dude. And, and leave it at that you know brothers man i don't know i don't know but um yeah dude apocalypse war was insane dude the in the the trigon the trigon thing was weird it was sad that they had to blow up lois like out of all people like the only person well, you know, that probably yeah. actually wanted to but but here's the thing though wouldn't wouldn't lois like doesn't doesn't lois's death in some instances cause superman to become like power hungry and evil like yeah i mean especially if he's possessed by trigon the moment that that happens like i could understand it breaking him for a second but then all of a sudden he's just like i'm good you know like i'm sure i'm sure he was but you know what it's all good because that timeline has been scrapped (laughs) so we're not going to see a continuation of this time, unfortunately, because I would have would be interesting to see how things pan out after the fact. Yeah. 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 It, it would be interesting. I don't know if we're going to get to see anything after this point. Um, oh, no. No. Because they've I think they made it pretty clear that it was the like the ending of and it's been it's been seven years of these movies. For the, the animated movies, dude. I think Flashpoint came out in, like, 2013. Um, so... Yeah, you know, more they, or less. They, yeah. They've been running for a good while now, you know, now that you really think about it. Um, yeah, I was still living in L.A. when that came out. I don't know if... Um, I don't know if they're going to do any other, like, standalones. Like, because they just did the uh, Wonder Woman... Um, the Wonder Woman standalone not too long ago. And so... Uh, the animated one and I'm, I'm not sure if they're you know gonna do any more of that or that's just that's it like where do we you had such success with those movies so where do we where do we go from here would be my, well, my question. we get we get flashpoint two yeah the next movie is gonna be point two yeah like flash coming back from saving his mom and seeing what what timeline he ends up ends up in now, and we're gonna get the new, uh, yeah, yeah. I would be down for it, for sure. It's also they also have it in a nice space where you could just leave it, um, true, and you know, and whatever you want to happen in your mind is just <laughs> like now it's just kind of like up to the fans to kind of like picture or uh, they do what they do best and continue it in the comics, um, which I could see that being a real possibility um that they probably will look into they usually turn all of their on-screen stuff into comics if it's not you know already a comic um so that'll be interesting um i want a dark knight's metal movie dude you know batman who laughs like man batman who laughs is it's such an underrated dark story arc like it's yeah. brutal it's so brutal but it's so good too like it's it's not even like <laughs> like everything that you want a, a parallel timeline to be it's like that minus two like it's so it's so trippy um and it's very interesting to see you know everybody turn evil and see evil batman 
um, which I'm also excited for if they ever jump into it or get around to it for the Flash show, which it looks like it's headed that way because, um, uh, and I'm referencing to um, the Red Death Batman. Um, I think it's Earth 99 or something like that or negative negative something where batman becomes a speedster like an evil speedster um and so they oh yeah the uh the dark dark monsters yeah they showed um season four no five it was season five where uh barry's daughter came from the future and they went to the flash museum in the future and it showed all of his villains and the villains that they had already covered up to that point on the CW. And it also showed the ones that that um, that have been covered in the later seasons. Um, every one of them, all the way up to uh, to. Um, uh, oh, gosh, the blood, dude. Um, oh, my gosh. What's his name? Blood. Bloodlust. But there's more than one way for me to be free. Let's just call this the long game. What's something? I'm 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 completely certified to talk about this stuff. Um Yeah, so they've covered all of the villains that were in that flash museum except for the Red Death. Um up to date now. And so I'm kinda like Hey, every time a new Flash season starts or it gets mid mid, uh, it's like, mid let's get a new speedster, dude. Yeah, and they did that. That's a whole other topic, but um, <laughs> but yeah, that I mean, seeing Batman go all you know and getting a glimpse of him kind of in the Mobius chair on Justice League Dark, uh, Apocalypse dope. War, that was cool, man. Um, and it was it's cool to see like that to side of Batman, you know, where he's he stabbed freaking uh, Damien in the leg with his oh, yeah. sword. And so, you know, getting that in the Batman in the Mobius chair, dude, he's just kind of like, I like it. I like when Batman's like kind of, you know, turn. And we we saw that a little bit on um, uh, Bad Blood. I I know Damien Mm -hmm. referenced that story in the movie. You know, he's like, well, they've tried to control my dad before, but, you know, he'll break out of it Um, just because he's Batman. (laughs) Because he's Batman. He always has something up his sleeve, you know. Which again, this time no different. <laughs> yeah. No different. Yeah. He's no a, he's the most paranoid dude in the universe. Yeah. So always has a plan B. Uh, what would you give if you were to give it a a letter grade, what would you give it? Minutes. An R. <laughs> Rated R. <laughs> Um, I would. I don't know. I'd, I'd probably give it a. It'd, it'd probably be a high B for me. Um, definitely, definitely one of their their better works. Um, is also feel like there's stuff they could have they could have went into a little bit more. I know. I know it was like diving into, you know, or bringing stuff together from the past and movies that have already happened. But I would have liked to, you know had this movie broken up into you know at least two parts you know to see the um kind of like how snyder's vision was to have you know one movie where they're going to apocalypse and the next movie where they're 
coming back, having the battle on Earth. Like, like to actually see that battle would have been dope because they made war. Like, war was pretty much the whole movie was them, you know, fighting Darkseid. And so it would have been cool to go into that a little bit more other than just getting flashbacks, you know, of having everybody changed and Superman being um, tattooed with kryptonite and Batman taking the Mobius chair, which in the comics, you know, he, he chooses that, you know, that's something that they, they find the Mobius chair and, you know, they get a hold of the guy. Um, well, they each choose like a, like a, a thing. Yeah. And so Batman's like, no, I, I can handle it because I'm Batman. Batman, he can handle anything. And so he sits down in the chair and that's when he asked the chair, you know, what, um, what's the name of Joker? Um, and so it would have been cool to kind of delve into that a little bit more. Like I said at the beginning, they, mm-hmm. the only thing they left out was the anti-monitor to really like top everything, you know, to, to make it the, the, crisis you know like if they would have if they would have brought all that mess in then yeah you definitely could have broken this up into two movies you know to to have the the anti-monitor show up in the first one and then all this other crap is happening in the second one i mean you you could have they could have uh stretched it out if they wanted yeah. to um, it can add but, like like you said like the first movie maybe them getting wrecked and then we have standalone movies after that and yeah. then this movie would be the conclusion yeah so that's that's my that's my take what about you uh i'm gonna give it yeah i'll give it like a like a b plus um it's one of the more enjoyable anime movies in a while um there's see for me like this this universe it's kind of been like up and down like i've seen all of them mm-hmm. but like there there are films that i like the films i'm like eh, like you know, I enjoyed the, all the Justice League movies, like Throne of Atlantis, and of course, Flashwood Paradox, War, um, the first Dark movie, um, and then some of the standalones, like, you know, Death of Superman and Rain. Uh, Constantine is, I think, one of the more underrated films of this universe. I, I, I loved uh, City of Demons a lot, but, mm-hmm, liked it a lot, but, you know, I know a lot, a lot of people were like, meh. Um, I, I think one of the le- my least favorite is Hush. Um, really? Yeah, just because I find that interesting. Because, yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead and go with what you were gonna say. Because I, um, <laughs> I definitely have something to say. So, but overall, I would give it. You know, I would give it a B plus. You know, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought the the tension was there. Um, the the action was good. You know, brutal. You know. Seeing your favorite just get, mm. uh, wasn't it? Who was it? Wasn't it Marshall Manhunter that got ripped in half? Who was that? Oh, um, <laughs> Shazam got his leg ripped off. I remember that. Uh, yeah, I think Cyborg got tore apart. Um, was it say? Marsh Martian Manhunter was? Oh yeah, he uh, got set on fire. Yeah, he was engulfed in flames. That's right. That's right. Which is still equally like, oh my god. You know, it's not a perfect movie, of course. Like. None of these movies are perfect, to be honest with you. But I feel like you said, like making fans happy, but also just being an enjoyable like movie. I would say this is one. Of, this is up there for one of the ones that perfectly blended the appeasing to the fans, you know, acknowledging the demographic, but also like, hey, you want to see a bunch of superheroes get absolutely 
decimated <laughs> by a villain, like, you know, and seeing them come through in the end. Here you go. Um, Here's a handful of paradooms. And yeah, yeah. You can tattoo uh, Superman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and and fuse Kryptonite into his body, which is like, oh, man, that's that sucks. Um, but overall, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. And what a... I loved the like I said I loved the ending. Uh, what a beautiful way to well bittersweet because I for what it's worth I enjoyed this universe and I'm curious to see where things go post this movie. Uh, so I'm gonna have to do my my research and see like what the producers and all of them are saying. Like seeing like what is the game plan of like we're just gonna kick it for a bit or like there's already a plan for. Like a like a new universe starting with Flash, like where are we gonna go from there? So I'm really interested. And the thing is, I only I, I only speculate because there wasn't like a post credit scene or anything like that. Like it was just the end, and that was it. And I looked just to be, you know be sure. I I tried to fast forward to the credits to see if there was like a scene or something or a little thumbnail. Like oh, but no, nah, I didn't I didn't see anything. So I was like, oh well. I was too upset. No. <laughs> I was like, I'm not even. I'm not even. I don't even want to know. Like, <laughs> somebody's gonna have to tell me when the next movie's out because I'm not even. Yeah. Not even there, but um, yeah, definitely um, definitely interesting. Um, very very interesting. Uh, very brutal. I I love brutal. Um, I like action. I like the heart of it all. Um, so overall, it's been rated a B plus. Yeah, and I. Uh, I think it's rightfully earned, you know, to have a B plus, you know. B plus works. Um, but yeah, DC's got to be, they got to be careful with what they do next, especially, especially with the live movies. They've, they've got to be careful at this point. I it's like I I see them out of obligation because like I'm a DC fan. I go watch the movies just because I have to. Right. But then <laughs> right. If I enjoy them or not is always like a different story. Nine out of ten, I don't. But like you have like the instances of movies that you like, like Aquaman, Wonder Woman. Well, ultimately, it's been a sh- it's been a really rocky time for the live action DCU, and it's also because they they switched their their plan mid like universe like they had one vision and then in the middle of it they're like actually we're gonna change it up a bit and focus on standalone movies which i'm okay with and i'm all for that but we know that these are superheroes like they're eventually you're gonna have to have like a a shared thing that's just how it works you can't constantly you can't do the whole Civil War thing where it's like the th- technically the third movie standalone standalone movie, but like everyone else is in it. Like no, you there has to be a Justice League. There has to be you know at some point Teen Titans would be nice. Like right. these characters are part of a bigger universe and they need to be acknowledged as so. So we'll see with the Batman. You know what's going on with that and Man of Steel two. Whenever the hell that decides to come out. When we're like dead, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> when we're dead, that there's there's definitely a lot to discuss that's going to be coming out. Um, you know, 
whenever this um all this quarantine stuff passes by. Apparently, it's um, ending soon, from what the news is saying. But apparently, we'll see. We'll just be some places already starting to open up and whatnot. Um, How do you feel about the whole um, AMC debacle? AMC Universal. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I think that how well, how I feel, I'm just like, eh. But what has me curious is, I feel like it's 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 going to be beef that's going to be squashed like within a month or so because they're emotional because of what's going on and uh, like I think they got a little too salty about it, but they realize like. That's a lot of money. It's not just Universal movies. That's like also Universal owned companies like Bloomhouse, Focus Pictures. Like, there's a lot of companies that are under uh, Universal and Comcast, so that yeah. they'll be listen, they'll be losing out on a lot of movies if if this whole yeah. thing actually <laughs> if they decide to be at each other's throats like that. So, it's hopefully true. that's not the case. Hopefully they squash it soon. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Yeah, it does not make sense. Like, dude, it makes zero sense whatsoever. People are still going to go to the movies. Like, stop, Mm -hmm. you know, stop. People actually like to go to the movies. You know, they they need to stop, stop getting caught over themselves and just let it, you know, let this whole thing. Uh Everybody's look, we're all emotional. We're all anxious. We're all stuck inside. Just just let this, let this thing pass. Trust me, we will be back. (laughs) I will be right back in the movie theater as soon as all this passes. I agree. Keep movies going because, like you said, like people are people like us are still going to go to movie theaters to be a part of the experience. You know, watching movies in large format, going with your friends, etc. It's all part of the experience. Yeah, watching films at home is convenient and nice, but at the same time, not everyone wants to just sit at their house and like watch like an awesome movie, like. Uh, do you have a man cave? Do you have surround sound? Do you have a, fl- a giant flat screen? Like, there are things that add to the experience, you know? Um, don't ask me if I'm going to wait for the red box or anything like that. No, I'm jumping in my car. I'm driving to, to the IMAX theater. And I'm watching that film in IMAX. Yep. Because, duh. <laughs> yeah, or be, or be deafened by the epic, like... Right. Five point billion millimeters speakers in your seats and stuff. Yeah. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Super Geek. Super we talked Geek. about a bunch of things. I know, but if you love comics, you love DC, why are you busy listening to this? Watch the movie. <laughs> watch it. It's awesome. Wash your hands. <laughs> yeah. Wash your hands. Watch the movie. And. Enjoy, because it's great. But thanks for joining us. I'm your co-host, Brandon. And your other co-host, your boy, the one and only, Jesse. Thanks for getting geeky with us. Woohoo!